Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin. Good evening, everyone. This is Vince, and Darren's also here, and Libby's here. Hi. Hi. And we want to talk about what you can buy with Bitcoin, because for an awful lot of people, um, they don't just want to store their Bitcoin. They want to be able to use it. They want to know they can purchase something with it. And as of recently, with Bitcoin's popularity, there have been a number of different companies that have got on board with accepting Bitcoin. I'll talk to you a little bit about a few of them. And there are a few big ones. Um, Expedia. Expedia, which is one of the world's largest online booking sites for travel, are now accepting Bitcoin for their hotel bookings, um, which is really, really interesting. Uh, I myself use Expedia quite a bit when I'm booking family trips, and it, it'll be very interesting to look and see, you know, what I can get for my Bitcoin that I have. Um, there are others. There are a number of gift card sites that are accepting Bitcoin to purchase gift cards. Um, I know they're carrying gift cards like Target, um, Dunkin' Donuts, um, different pizza chains. So basically, they're trying to set up so you can purchase a gift card with a Bitcoin. For example, if I was booking a hotel through Expedia, yes. how would I use my Bitcoin? You'd have to go to the Expedia website, and I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm sure there is something on there that will put a value to your Bitcoin in a dollar form. So let's say your hotel room is $100 a night. Expedia will give you a what the equivalent of $100 worth of Bitcoin is. I think in the infancy stages, you're probably better to pay with, you know, normal currency, but they're getting there. And one day... Why is it better? Well, I want it better. Like, I read a lot of things where they talk about how you can purchase a $10 pizza with Bitcoin, but it really costs you $76 in Bitcoin. When did you read that? Today. When was it written? Uh, I didn't look at the date. It was... It's old. It's old. Okay. It's FUD. All right. Well, Darren says it's FUD. He's, he, he, he's sitting over there in a bit of a FUD mood. So he... he, he I will... You buy a $10, $10 pizza, it'll cost you... Right now, it's 10 cents. 10 cents. So, you know, I'm just saying. That's a good deal. You heard it here first, folks. You did. Uh, thanks, Darren. I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you came to the play. Well, I want to make sure everyone's getting the right information. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I... A month ago, everyone was sure that, you know, they were all spreading that, saying how awful it was, and it was. Now it's fixed. Okay. That's a very good point. The more people that buy things with Bitcoin, the better it's going to be, and it's going to be more accepted. Let's continue with the podcast, talking about some of the places who accept Bitcoin. Um, They're like like we left off. A number of gift sites that are accepting Bitcoin. Um, Newegg, which is an electronic retail giant. I've never heard of Newegg personally, but I believe they're probably... Okay, there. Sorry. uh, The computer geeks around the room have heard of... Um, Newegg, and apparently you can buy things on Newegg with Bitcoin. Um, Dish, satellite, internet, and service provider accept Bitcoin, which is very interesting. Um, moving companies, there's a moving company in the U.S., I believe they are, called Roway Moving, and they accept Bitcoin. Mm, it's interesting. Maybe, like more online shops, 
Like places like Square, right? Square, so if you're yes. an online shop and you're using Square, like Square will accept credit cards. Yes. Now they also accept Bitcoin. So for a lot of online shops, it's just, there's a lot of process, payment processors now that are accepting Bitcoin. So hey, when's Costco going to accept Bitcoin? Oh, we love to hate Costco, but we don't need to discuss Costco. <laughs> we'll do another podcast about money. another I podcast love- about <laughs> the the behemoth that is Costco. <laughs> but I can't wait till they can accept Bitcoin. But you know, I was just reading today that um, Square has a cash app. Oh, really? Buy Bitcoin on the cash app, so you can literally buy Bitcoin directly from Square now. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. Uh, everybody knows this guy. Apparently, Papa John's is accepting Bitcoin. And there's an airline called Cheap Air, which takes Bitcoin. <laughs> and I would imagine, you know, there's probably people coming on board every single week, if not daily, who are starting to say they accept Bitcoin, which uh, only helps out the strength of Bitcoin. See, even for me, it's kind of weird. It's like more... You know, we're almost at the point where more people accept Bitcoin than don't. Well, yes and no. Like, for like, when are we going to be able to walk into the LCBO and pay with Bitcoin? If you're buying online, it's pretty much. If you're buying online, somebody will. I'd say 60 to 80%. To Amazon? To Amazon? Uh, Yeah, Amazon does. Uh, Amazon. Amazon? I thought Amazon did. Okay, not, apparently not Amazon yet. People are pushing for it and they think they might, but they, not yet. That, well, that'll be huge. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, it will be. Well, sure, because what, in a few years, Amazon will be the only place to shop, right? It's going yeah. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it happen. Well, it's the only place I shop. <laughs> but when, it's true. When it happens, you'll be happier holding Bitcoin. Um, and you know it's it's going to get to a point where it is getting bigger and bigger and bigger Um, I I would love to be to a point where I can use my Bitcoin the same way as I can use my debit card just whip it out put it in and people accept it I've never personally bought anything with Bitcoin Darren have you ever bought anything with Bitcoin Mm, I tried I didn't have enough money So I think Darren tried to buy a yacht one time and he <laughs> found that he didn't have enough Bitcoin so they didn't let him buy the yacht. No, it was a good for a chicken. Oh, you tried to buy the $40 bucket of chicken. What, in Collingwood? Mm. Online. Online. Kentucky, oh. Kentucky Fried Chicken ran a thing a few weeks back, or it could oh, even no, be a couple of months back now. Paper, yeah, where they allowed you to buy a bucket of chicken with Bitcoin. Well, Google it. KFC Bitcoin bucket. Oh, no, because I sent it to you. I emailed it to you both. Yeah, you did. Now, if you go there, you'll see like, you have to order it online. Oh, I see. And yes. Then pick, and then you pick up. No, you put in your address. Oh, they deliver. You know, there's no option, and then there's a time. And there's only certain certain times we're left. <laughs> like it's very uh, unusual. Was it dropped in by drones? Well, yeah, January 14, 2018, KFC Canada started accepting for for a short time on Friday morning. Canadians were able to buy fried chicken with cryptocurrency. <laughs> and so just that Friday uh, morning? No. Apparently they only they only put a certain amount of buckets out there. Um, it sold out in an hour. 
And a bucket of chicken, according to this, cost you 0.0010305 Bitcoin. Which, at the time, I believe around... Sorry, when did I tell you this was? It's 20 bucks. Yeah, it was about 20 bucks, but I believe the price of Bitcoin at that time was somewhere around 1819, wasn't it? In January? Thousand. 1819. Yes. For one Bitcoin. It was 14. Okay, sorry, Darren. 14,000 per Bitcoin. Darren doesn't really want to get involved with this uh, conversation right now, (laughs) but he does want to pipe in every time I'm wrong, so (laughs) I appreciate that. Sorry, folks. Um, For next week's show, I will definitely be better educated. (laughs) I'm getting a lot of... (laughs) Taking an awful lot of slack in this one here. (laughs) It's okay though. That's all right. Huh. Um. So my brother purchased. He. My brother uses Bitcoin to purchase stuff. He said that. Yeah. Yeah. He said the. He's been doing it for a while, hasn't he? Since two thousand nine. Did he mention anything that he purchased with it? I think it was like online games and because he's a gamer, so gamey stuff. He, he bought it specifically. Well, he bought his Bitcoin to use as money because he's a. Uh, very techy and yes, a gamer. So presumably he bought thing big book games. I I don't. I have to ask him. But yeah, he's just been using it, and he was pleasantly surprised that he had made a lot of money on his remaining Bitcoin. Because hmm. that's the other thing you can do is invest your Bitcoin. Right. Well, sure. You keep keep you know, <laughs> right. Keep it keep it in your wallet. Let it sit there and hope hope the price goes up. Yeah. And, right. They're investing. Speculating, not spending it. So you're purchasing Bitcoin with a view to it growing in value. Oh, I'm I'm growing it in value. That's what I'm doing with the little bit I have. I'm I'm not going to go out and start buying pizzas and fried chicken with it. <laughs> I'm really kind of hoping it goes uh, for lack of, through the roof, like they say. And then one day I'll be able to buy a lot of fried chicken. You will. But yeah. uh, as for right now, cheap air. Right, but you know, with the price going up and down, up and down, up and down, we'll have to wait and see. But so, what are the fees that you were talking about, Darren? The, oh, it's, so, so, it's the, so this week we're hearing hot off the press there was a change in fees. Is that right, Vince? Well, Darren mentioned that fees went down. Did you not? Did you? Were you not? Were you not have a conversation a little earlier today about and you were saying the fees actually went down? A few, yeah. Why is that have anything to do with the price of Bitcoin fluctuating? I want to see Coinbase and Roger Ver. They were spamming the mempool. Vince, fill us in. Well, I don't, I don't understand any of those words. Mean pool. Mempool. 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 It's just the pool of unconfirmed transactions. I think it was at about seven hundred thousand at one point last month. What, the, the dollar value or the number of? Number of. Oh. That's 700,000 what? Transactions that are unconfirmed. When you send Bitcoin, you can choose how much you want to pay to send it. Right. So some people try to pay a lot less. And for the most part, it's true. You can pay a lot less and it's just fine. They, they put like, I don't know, I don't know the number, but just continually creating transactions of almost zero amount of Bitcoin. 
thousands and thousands of times a day so that they could say, look, look at Bitcoin. Look how expensive the transaction fees are. Right? And Coinbase, Roger Ver, somehow, I think he owns part of Coinbase or he's in with the, the owners. So anyone that bought or sold Bitcoin and Coinbase... Coinbase sent those transactions separately, whereas in most exchanges, all the other exchanges, they pool the transactions together and do it in one shot. So I think when Coinbase went down or something for a day and people looked at the mempool and they realized that 40% of all the volume of the mempool is coming from that one stupid exchange. Hmm. And so they got basically got caught, and they fixed it now. So, so they were price fixing. No, but basically it was costing you ten to twenty bucks to send Bitcoin last month because of Coinbase huh. and Roger Ver. Huh. So somebody was making an now, awful lot now, of money off it. Now it costs ten cents, thirty cents. Ah. But they wanted to use that as an argument to say, look. Bitcoin is crap. Bitcoin cash is what you really need. Look how look how awful Bitcoin is. Hmm. What's the difference between Bitcoin and Bitcoin cash? Oh I I I can't speak on that. Darren, please come over to the mic. We're trying to coax Darren over to the mic, but he's not he's not having any of it. So I heard this week that fees had gone up. <laughs> no, they haven't. They've gone down a lot. Oh, right. Yeah, down. Yeah. So every time I buy a pizza with Bitcoin, I have to pay... Uh, previously, I had to pay $10? Last month, yes. Last month, I had to pay $10 on top of the amount of the pizza, but now it's $0.30. Cents. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So why did that happen? I just don't want to talk about it today. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. I'm just not into it. Vince! Yep, you need me? Yep. We need to get going. Yeah, this is this week's, it's all Vince. It's Vince, the Vince show. So as far as you understand it, as far as I understand. Why did the fees rise late last year, 2017? <laughs> so, yeah, they went up in, like, November, December 2017. January, they were very high, and then now they dropped off. So, from your understanding, why has that happened? Well, they were being driven up, were they not? Was there not one person that was basically driving up those fees? For all of you listeners out there, means you're wrong. <laughs> just so. Well, no, kind of. It's just not. It's a collaborative effort by a group of parties that want to basically you know, put down Bitcoin. So they put through a huge amount of pro- transactions worth nothing to block up the transaction pool to force the price up. And that's what happened. So they could point and say, look, Bitcoin costs so much money to send now. It's crazy. Whereas if you go to Bcash, 
are the cost of Bcash, is which is Bitcoin much Cash. Lower. Yeah, it was a fork of from Bitcoin. I think it happened about what, October last two thousand seventeen. So the so the people who are controlling Bitcoin Bitcoin Cash wanted to ruin Bitcoin. Well, before Bitcoin Cash existed, Bitcoin just kind of went along processing blocks and transactions. And then his name's Roger Ver, a fellow he wanted he wanted to do something different with Bit with Bitcoin. So at a certain point in time after a specific block was finished and it stored on the decentralized system. There a fork happened, which means that Bitcoin Cash went its one way, and then Bitcoin went another. So all the miners and the the people processing, you know, the um, the the code and the nodes on the back end um, made a choice in which. Um, currency to follow so there was now bitcoin cash currency versus the bitcoin currency oh so bitcoin cash the fellow wanted to call it the original bitcoin although everyone knows it isn't because bitcoin the people running the node basically follow who they want to follow and they chose to follow bitcoin core which is bitcoin not bitcoin cash Bitcoin Cash was kind of a sneaky attempt to take away the decentralized nature of Bitcoin so that it could effectively be controlled by a small group of people who could then rewrite the rules about how they wanted the Bitcoin Cash to proceed. For example, instead of having 21 million Bitcoin Cash, maybe they were going to turn it into 40 billion. You know, they could do anything they want with it. So... Um, Sounds like the banking system we have today. Yeah. Well, a lot of people that were into Bitcoin and are into Bitcoin feel the same way about it. So it's just one of the countless attacks on Bitcoin that uh, eventually just um, peter out and uh, people ignore eventually. But well, once Bitcoin Cash forked, uh, the party... Uh, responsible for Bitcoin Cash. One of the fellows is Roger Ver, the, one of the more uh, popular people on the internet, at least. He also has an interest in Coinbase, the exchange. And there was a large collaborated attempt on all their parts to basically create a huge amount of Bitcoin transactions each transaction had almost no money involved in it yet when you, you're spewing out a hundred thousand transactions a day you know eventually you start to block up the mempool and that's the mempool is all of the transactions all of the bitcoin transactions that have occurred yet haven't been confirmed um, and they all have to be Confirmed by a mining, you know, mining uh, computer, and then written into the block. Um, so the more transactions that collect, the more you have to pay to get your transaction to go through in a timely manner. Otherwise, it just sits on there for a long time. So they just tried to flood the market with transactions in order to put Bitcoin down. Well, then they could 
say, look, Bitcoin, look how expensive it is to send Bitcoin. It's an unusable currency. Whereas Bitcoin Cash, no problem. Of course, nobody is really using Bitcoin Cash and nobody wants to use Bitcoin Cash. But um, so it's been like a almost a three month ordeal of hmm. just stupidity. But, you know, a fellow who's really in trying to trash Bitcoin, he's also trashing in his own, you know, Bcash or Bitcoin Cash, as he likes to call it. And it's just ridiculous. By the way, he also owns Bitcoin.com. So if you go to Bitcoin.com with the intent to learn about Bitcoin, you're going to get scammed. Fake news. What they're going to do is try to sell you Bitcoin cash. And, you know, in my opinion, you can do whatever you like with your money. But I would not recommend buying Bitcoin cash unless you research it and learn more about it. All right. So, anyways, once everyone found out that they were spamming the system in Coinbase, the one of the exchanges uh, was contributing forty percent, I think, of the uh, overall transaction volume per day to Bitcoin, because it went down for a day, and all of a sudden everyone realized how much crap they're spewing on the system. So, Coinbase finally is forced to clean up their act and and uh, doing things the proper way, like everyone should be. And now, February 1st, 2018, a Bitcoin transaction, I think it ranges, you know, if if you basically put in, you're willing to pay 10 or 50 cents, the transaction will go through within the hour. Instead of $10 like it was last month or $15. Wow, that's fantastic. So, yeah. And, you know, with the new uh, Lightning Network implementation and... Uh, more of the exchanges and um, third parties running the Segwit addresses. Uh, you know, there's nothing. There's smooth sailing ahead for Bitcoin, no doubt about it. At least as far as transaction times and um, costs are, are um, when you consider those factors. Well, there you have it, folks. It sounds like we're uh, getting over many, many obstacles every day with Bitcoin. But, you know, I'm sure a year from now, someone will still come up to me and say, oh, yeah, Bitcoin. Well, heck, you know, it costs $25 to send five to, to buy a coffee. I'm not going to use Bitcoin, you know, because the bad news, it still sticks in people's heads and yeah. it keeps getting repeated, although it's it's old news now and will be. But, oh, well, just yet another hurdle. Bitcoin seems to effortlessly vault over. So. Go Bitcoin. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Night, night. Good night, all. Bitcoin Roundtable. Random musings and interviews about Bitcoin.